it is taking the piss out of KJ. So whether you want me to play that or not, I'm, I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm unsure. Uh, sure. Leave it in. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Welcome to Number One Crude Mistakes, the go-to podcast for literally anything. By Glenn from Number One Projects, KJ from Crude But Efficient, and myself, Howard, from Behind the Mistakes. Welcome, guys. It's been a week. Hello. <laughs> yeah, and what a week <laughs> for some of us. So, I guess yeah. this was the week when uh, when Glenn missed the memo to post a video. Huh? Because you... both me and, me and Howard actually posted a video since we recorded last. Oh, yes, you did. Someone's forgotten that he's a YouTuber. Oh, no, don't. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm desperate to do some videoing. Honestly, yeah, you need... I, will get, I will get to it soon, I promise. Yeah, because that's... Pinky swear? Pinky swear. <laughs> Just I mean, for that's... my own sanity. <laughs> because that's kind of the premise of this podcast, so if we if you're just doing podcasts and no uh, videos, then it's uh, going to dry up real soon. No, no, we're about making, and I have been making, I've just not been videoing. <laughs> yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> you know, if, if it was based on just our YouTube videos I'm making, I mean... <laughs> we we don't really talk about much about much about those either, do we? So ah, true, <laughs> true. What what have you been making then? Or do you really want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I asked, so you you told me. The saga okay. continues. <laughs> the uh, bathroom is finished. <laughs> Yay! Wait, oh, no. does that mean that we won't talk about it? <laughs> Does that mean that we won't talk about it anymore, or will it still be a recurring theme? Oh, well, yeah, I'm still going to talk about it. Obviously, I mean, it's this year's greatest achievement, isn't it? <laughs> this is like potty training all all over. <laughs> and I have uh, also plasterboarded the office, and I have made a purchase for the new office. Ooh. I have bought for the first time ever an office chair. Nice. And I am actually most excited about having a nice comfy chair to sit and do editing on and talk to you guys instead of sat on a stool fidgeting around. Yeah, but welcome to being a grown up. <laughs> <laughs> From us uh, office workers. <laughs> But that being said, I guess you've had one before, or is this just the first one you've bought, or have you ever never had one? I've never had one. Never had wow. one. Wow. Always, always wanted an office chair with wheels up. It <laughs> <laughs> goes up and down. I'm really quite excited. More exciting than getting the new bandsaw. Oh, I remember that as a kid, you know? Here, here's a tip for you. Spin around and then you pull the lever. That's amazing fun. You can spend hours doing that. Don't worry, I think I've got a video. I've got some content there ready, haven't I? Oh, yes. <laughs> if that's not a short, I don't know what is. Yeah. So, do you feel oh, more like. My first... Sorry, carry on. Do you feel more like the, the CEO, Glenn, uh, over the worker, Glenn, as being, as being <laughs> your own boss? You're sitting there swiveling in your chair and just telling yourself what to do. Uh, well, you say CEO, I say Overlord after last week. I'm oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. O- overlord. You were the Overlord. That's true. That's true. 
Well, going back to that, did you come up with a name for yourself, Avard? No. I've been... Oh. Uh, well, all the words that I've been able to think about have uh, not been suitable. <laughs> <laughs> come on, then. Who wants to talk about their video first? Well, KJ, would you like to... Open the ball. Yeah, well, that's a, it's a, one of those uh, great experience uh, with a ten out of ten video. Uh, good to get you grounded back on your <laughs> back. <laughs> I was going to say back on your feet, but uh, that's not really what I meant. Uh, take you down to earth a bit uh, after uh, ha- having some uh, some videos lately that's performing a lot better than usual. It's good to have one that's, I mean. It's only the people who are interested who actually watch this video, so that's kind of nice because I mean the 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 retention and the the feedback is great, but uh, but the views are more more what I'm used to rather than close to a thousand. So it, it was a really nice video. I'm actually really glad you and grateful that you did that one. It was nice to see what went off there, and you know. Little Havard stood next to you in that <laughs> while you were watching the people speak. It was lovely to see. I really enjoyed it. I so loved the editing with regards to the three <laughs> <laughs> three Northern Makers podcast. Like, just cut it right on point. <laughs> okay, well, oh. They served that one up really, so I just say thank you and yeah, yeah. When someone serves on. up something like that, you just have to hammer it home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. Both me and my wife laughed while we were watching it when you've got uh, Steve Bell and Pierre talking to the Garage Avenger. And Steve, um, sorry, Pierre looks really engaged in what the Garage Avenger's got to say. And Steve Bell looks bored out of his mind. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he'd had a long journey. That was the reason for it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Probably. (laughs) Yeah, it was a good... uh... A good little, uh, good show to be at, and it felt good to actually do some kind of documentation on it as well to to share with the world. Um, so yeah, good, good to have it have it done because I've been edit- editing it for far too long. So you get to that yeah. point where you really start to hate it, <laughs> and, and you just fiddle with it, and no, it's not ready. You fiddle with it, and then I yeah. Don't- that's probably not an easy format to edit, to be honest with you, is it? That's no, and I'm not. I'm not used to be have to take account of of the audio because I just usually just mute it and put music over everything because I hate yeah. tool sounds. But now there's no tool sounds; they're just people talking, and you have to. Yeah, <laughs> you want to have that. So that's. <laughs> so you did a a nice video that not many people watched. And what about you, Havard? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, it's been a ride um, in a different kind of way. I, I made my most boring video <laughs> to date. Um, All those in favour say, ah. <laughs> it interesting format. This year. It had yeah. some really nice parts to it. Yeah, it's ah. Uh, it was really hard when doing the editing. And then I thought, well, you have that slow television, uh, which is really uh, a rage in Norway. And then maybe I should try that combined with some ASMR, which is also very popular on YouTube. Um, 
No, I just, uh, I did the intro very early. Uh, and then, of course, I just let the camera roll. We were just poking around on this cheese slicer. And then I didn't find a natural way to cut that down without just leaving everything out. And then I would just like go straight into the making part because I also missed filming a few shots there that would make that transition kind of feels natural. So then the rambling for 17 whole minutes (laughs) actually was the only thing that made the cut to where I actually started building somewhat coherent or understandable. But yeah, it, it... the video is over a half an hour long and it's just basically half of it or two thirds is me just poking around with a pointy bit inside the wood talking to myself. But <laughs> We're just waiting for you to stab yourself as well. <laughs> yeah. And of course, this was just, I just needed to get it done also within the deadline for the scrap wood challenge and I just posted it. Uh, it's one of those videos you just want to get over with it and then, of course, the stats on it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's best performing, like, retention and comments and everything in a long time. And people, like, I started watching and then I got really sad. But then I almost <laughs> fell asleep. But then I got angry because you said you didn't like epoxy. But then you started making something with epoxy and then I was sent again. And then and some of the people started talking about ASMR and how people today just go on TikTok and don't have the attention span. So, yeah, <laughs> people were actually positive. So I was just, what the fuck? <laughs> it confused the hell out of me. I woke up Sunday morning. Started yeah. watching it, and I thought I was watching a live stream. But I thought I've seen him do yeah. this like weeks ago. This part, <laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> oh. And I think it's had that live live stream feeling. Yeah. Uh, so, but that have being you found said... your new format? <laughs> uh, no, I think it's a it's a one uh, it's a standalone <laughs> thing. At least for now, I have the next video is actually edited. And ready to go. It has the thumbnail and everything, but I'm not sure if it's more suitable closer to Christmas. So I'm thinking if I should just cram another video in because I'm actually getting closer on uh, a new Hellcorder chapter. And a lot of people have been checking in, asking, and like, oh, yeah, nice with this and nice with that, but when are you going to make something uh, that we want to watch? So there, there is uh, a lot of people out there. Uh, waiting for me to do some Hellcorder stuff, and I've been getting really good progress the last week. So, uh, yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to do a stunt there this weekend, see if I can't edit together something. Fantastic. Do we know know about this project, the one that you've edited and is ready? We've talked about it, um, but I can't really... Well, I can say it's uh, something I made after I now set up my memberships and the Patreon account, which is now public, but I haven't plugged it in any way. So it's just Until laying there. Uh, <laughs> it still needs some finessing, so I haven't planned on outing it very much. Then again, 
talking about it in a podcast. There was well, now at least <laughs> two or three listeners knowing. So <laughs> this is a pre-plug. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are yeah, lots of plugs out there, aren't there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure is. Um, that was the weakest Guinness I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, some Bur- Birmingham a... muddy water or something. <laughs> so just water in a Guinness glass. But the Guinness glass is authentic. It has come from an Irish pub. And no, I didn't steal it. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you, Glenn? Any editing going? Do you have anything in the pipeline? No. No. <laughs> you so don't want should, to do should a Should we end a bit... it here and uh, <laughs> let you get to your workshop? Yeah, yeah. Probably should go now and do some work. I um I I filmed quite a lot of making that wedding bench. And um it's gone off to get a couple more signatures before it comes back here to just be finished. And um it's just not come back yet. Which is problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I could post a, a half a video. <laughs> yeah, because that one I'm looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're not filming your your office build? No, um, I just really want that done out of the way. I've it's all plasterboarded now. I've really not got much more work to do in there. I'm hoping it's probably got about two or three full days work on it, and that'll be finished. So uh, then I, I really want to go hard on the YouTube videos, give you all the content you've all so desperately been missing. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, you prioritizing construction work has actually had a positive impact because uh, me and the wife got inspired. So we have said that maybe we should finish one house project before Christmas is, yeah. is, is it a, are we able to do that and, and we had a talk and then alright we should redo or finish the, the surrounding work around our new uh, closet but then again we have to do the roof and we have to change out some wall panels and then the window needs to be open for several hours and now it's like minus 11 outside so God. no that's not happening So uh, so we are doing the hallway or the entry, or what it's called in English, the smallest room. Uh, the hallway, next to the, the door. Where your front door is, and you walk into, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, hallway. Hallway, okay. <laughs> yeah. I always, uh, it's a different name for that room in Norwegian, and then the hallway is the longer part of the entry that comes afterwards, if that How do you makes say it's in any Norwegian? sense. Norwegian, is it like hurdle girdle or? It's a gang. (laughs) No, seriously, what is it? Tell me the truth. It is. It is. Don't just make up words. No. (laughs) We're Uh, not talking plants now. It's it's pronounced uh, uh, gong. Okay. But it's G-A-N-G, so it's gang in English. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. So it's it's the it's the outer portion where you can take your wellies off and so on, yeah. everything dirty, and just leave it there. And then you take one step in, and then you can take the undergarments and everything not soaked in mud and slush and whatever. I think you mean overgarments. <laughs> well, that depends. On well, that depends if you're naked inside or not. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. He cut well, my underwear it's... off and leave my outer garments on. I mean, it's my house, so or our house, <laughs> half of it at least. <laughs> so, have you have you started this project? Have you you made a decision? Have you both cracked on with anything? Um. Well, uh, I've bought all the materials and the paint. Um, yeah. We stripped the tapestry um, previously, so we just need to just do a quality control on that and of course I didn't want to paint too much so I bought these uh, acoustic panels which you just screw onto the wall oh they look nice yeah really nice um, so the biggest wall uh, will be covered with those um, you can also get like uh, custom shelves and everything that fits in between the cracks and so it's uh, gonna be a not quick and dirty but it's a it's an efficient way of doing it when you say of course, strip, strip the tapestry, do you mean wallpaper? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, cool. what, but then again, what does tapestry mean in your world? Is that some uh, uh, crazy undergarment or? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Some, in Glen's world, everything is yeah. an undergarment. and tapestry. It's, yeah. uh, that's it's a tap- Saturday night for Glen. <laughs> <laughs> tapestry would be uh, like a fabric um, embroidered ball hanging. Ah, oh yeah, those. Yeah, that's the yeah, tapestry. Those, I know it. I'm I'm not gonna say what that's called in Norwegian. That's uh, yeah. Sorry, you can make another word up if you like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. We have the same word for that. That's one of those tricky words because we have. I think we borrowed them from different places. But one one is for uh, wallpaper, and the other is for uh, when you. Put fabric on uh, on uh, furniture, and that upholstery. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah, to be an upholsterer, yeah. that's a tapestryer would be. I mean, yeah. So it's it's the word sounds like you're just putting a wallpaper, but you're actually <laughs> okay. uh, doing upholstery. So that's one of those tri- tricky words in Swedish. <laughs> yeah. Moving on, we got a lot of questions because we asked for them. Yeah, this is going to so be. Should we the... just leave them there, or should we actually answer any of them? Well, I've read through them, and I mean, we could talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's actually a nice collection of questions. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the the more saucy ones will. Uh, Save to the half pint, then I guess just uh, to <laughs> spruce up the middle of the week. <laughs> They're saucy ones. Did you get different questions to what I got? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. talked to both your wives. You've been talking to my wife a lot lately, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just every once in a while she just throw in oh, a message to actually, uh, I was like, oh, really? Yeah, we've actually made the deals. Uh, concerning you behind your back, so uh, <laughs> just so you know, it's going to make for an interesting Maker Central next year. <laughs> I, I think I know about the deals. I'm not quite sure who got the best. Who got the best deal? You or the wife? <laughs> not sure. <laughs> All right, all right, guys. I, I got some mysterious sounds on the baby call, so just give me two minutes. Just yeah, uh, no let's uh, cue some uh, 
to music where is it drum roll clap drop transition to all right <laughs> is there a way that we can deactivate that soundboard <laughs> oh, i don't know we normally say something stupid about him i think i called him a prick last time he disappeared <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh dear so should we just do all the questions while he's gone <laughs> should should we um, uh, start with the, all the wife's questions or should we and that leave completes them all lost? tonight's questions thanks for sending those in guys <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll uh, do this again sometime thanks right yeah. what do you want yeah, to talk about it was really interesting your, hearing your answers Glenn. yeah, yeah really well, it was thoughts. a nice week see you later <laughs> goodbye <laughs> so the question is should we pick it up where you started because uh, you, Glenn, started talking about we got some questions. Then we could easily edit that in. Or what did you speak about when I was away? Oh, no, we just talked rubbish while you were gone. Yeah. Calling your names and that sort um, of things. Yeah. Yeah, nothing, nothing. What, everybody what's... needs editing out. <laughs> and what's different from <laughs> any other day? <laughs> true, true. KJ was just about to do your nice favour and do the intro into the questions. If you want to kick off, KJ. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, thinking: should we start with with some with some of our real listeners, or should we start start from the top of the page uh, with the the ones we're sleeping with? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe save those. Apparently, Havard and Shell have got a thing going, so. <laughs> Let's start well, with you, those, why not? So you you don't want to specify that you were referencing our wives, just <laughs> leaving it hanging there at home? Are they sleeping with their listeners? I'm guessing there's some someone out there thinking, yeah. you can do that? <laughs> oh, yes. Well, that's a patron tier that we're not really ready for yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Shark a... Attack and Fix-It Fingers do say, I like listening to the podcast that you're on with KJ. <laughs> 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 we will we will have our uh, our own audiences that we bring in i guess <laughs> okay so mrs glenn has asked do your wives know the true value of your tools in your workshop hope not <laughs> <laughs> i i would say that she she has had all the opportunity to know it, but I think she's she doesn't really care. But I mean, like a third of them, she she's is her tools as well because she she paid for them as well. Uh, but I don't think she listens when I actually tell her that I bought something and tell her what what I paid for it. So it's called denial. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it might well be that. I, I think shells. I think Shell's quite aware of the value of all my tools. My fishing tackle in the garage, however, is a different story. I hope she does. If I ever pass away, I hope she does not sell that for what I told her I paid for it. <laughs> Just put that in the will. Yeah. <laughs> I. We have been joking about it uh, on occasion, and. At one point, I just skimmed over the large item and just kind of 
counted on my fingers like rough numbers what it would end up being and of course it was a large number and then of course you need to estimate all the smaller bits in drawers and everything but when you start thinking about it a hammer decent one can set you back like $50 or even more probably if you're a professional carpenter and if you start racking up all those smaller items it becomes a significant amount in themselves so when I started thinking about that it really racked up even more and it's like ooh that's bad or it's not bad but then I started thinking how much percentage is that number of the value of the house and then when I started seeing contours of some numbers, it's, no, don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's um, tools are an investment. And if you buy proper tools, you will have them until they become your children's problem. So that's, uh, that's my plan. So since, since we're still married, I don't need to put it in the will. So, and it's it like is. Sorry. Sorry, shall I shall I do all the Mrs. Glenn questions? Yeah. yeah go go on. Okay. Do How long does it take each of you to edit the podcast? Is it half the time it takes Glenn? Do you guys <laughs> know how long it takes me to do the podcast? No. I have no idea. <laughs> to do the full episode and the half pints takes me about six hours, so <laughs> how long does it take you guys? About half the time? That depends. Well, of course, yeah, it depends on the the length of recording. But it's it's become rather efficient, but you have to listen from start to end and do uh, at least a rough cut in the beginning so that when I sit down for the first time, it easily is a three-hour stint. And then when I've cut everything down... Uh, then I'm usually done for the night because I do it after bedtime uh, and then I go back the next day and then it might be a hour tweaking or something before I feel something is ready to upload as a rough cut for quality control and so on and then after feedback there is there might be 20 minutes half an hour for a uh, like the final edit and then of course the same workflow for the half pint but then that is shorter and it's leftovers from the rough cut you already did so you saved some time there so but yeah easily total yeah six hours plus minus I, I think my personal record is probably something just over three hours it, it could be nice for listeners to know that we have just under two hours of material to work with uh, so you have to listen to all of it more or less uh, but I mean we had to have some problems sometimes and then I mean it's easily been like 6 to 8 hours of actual work to get it <laughs> listenable those those problems are called Glenn <laughs> <laughs> sometimes no, not, but not all the time <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> the, there's the episode where um there was a lot of deaths in my family on one week, and one of them uh, were uh, 
made uh, public to me during the podcast, so we just had to shut it down and start the next day. And that was an interesting edit uh, to cut together uh, from two different day. And also it became very dark uh, talking about the death there in the middle where we just realized this is too dark to leave in. I mean, this would really bring people down. So, <laughs> yeah. so I think I used uh, or we used a lot more time on that one in the edit. Yeah, but you did a great job with, with the, yeah, it turned out the nice. final product. Yeah. All right, next question. Do you prefer YouTubing or podcasting? Yes. Yes. Depending on what it is. I mean, I I really like the the ability to uh to tweak and fix things and, and reshoot and have total control of the project when it comes to YouTube, but just the 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 ease of production it is with a podcast. You sit down and, and have a chat and it's an easy collaboration. Yeah. Uh, just sitting down talking. We we can collaborate without having to send stuff and actually meet up in real life. Ooh. The I think, horror. I think <laughs> I think my my favourite part of the podcast is just the recording part. So on the weeks when it's just the recording part, I think I prefer podcasting. <laughs> when, it's, when it's editing, I definitely prefer YouTube. <laughs> definitely. I mean, yeah. if somebody asked me, would you would you love to start editing podcasts? You mean only editing, like for a job? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, the recording part is really nice, and it's like. I really can't compare those two because one is uh, hanging out with friends, uh, talking about cool stuff, and the other one is me having alone time, uh, just as much for my own psyche and uh, relaxation than anything else. So, yeah, I need both. Yeah, definitely. Okay. What would you most, most sorry? What would you be most delighted by if somebody made you a gift? Asking what what gift I would be most delighted by. Yes, yeah. Something that I can't make myself, and slash or something that's that's really that I can use, uh, like a, a tool or something that I yeah that I can use in my when I huh, yeah that's useful to me. Excellent. What about you, Havard? That's a hard question because I have, for many years, just tried to tone down the entire gift thing because I have always either made or bought myself whatever I need. And for a long period, I also like, why do we need to spend all this money on tra trading uh, gifts where everyone in my circle or even family just buys what they need. Uh, but then I met my wife, which is in a family where, I mean, if they're going over to the neighbors, they bring a bottle of wine, like a like a welcoming gift or whatever you call it. And it's a yeah. totally different mindset. And of course, after we got kids, I started really feeling joy around Christmas again and all that thing. So it's, I'm coming around to it. Um, so I come to the point where I actually sometimes think that this I don't need now. This could be put on a discrete list for my wife. And she's the administrator of letting uh, potential buyers for that gift know that uh, this is something Hova needs. Um, 
So, yeah, but something practical. Um, I'm actually glad uh, for clothes because I'm, I'm so bad at shopping and I really hate it. And, uh, of course, my wife has now learned what suits me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, whatever can save me a trip to the shopping you'd mall. If, you'd be happy uh, if she made you those clothes? This is somebody a gift that somebody has made for you. Yeah, very much. Uh, she has yeah. knitted a sweater for me uh, previously, which is very nice. So, yeah. Nice. So the, the short answer for me is something I can eat, drink or wear, I think. Mm. <laughs> Definitely not an ornament type thing that just sits there and gathers dust. <laughs> Crap. All right. Uh, sorry, I'm just going to rem- remove the postage from a package here. and. Uh... <laughs> All right, next question. Who's who is your YouTube crush? Oh, that's uh, <laughs> that's so many, and that often varies from video to video. Um, but I, I think, well, it's maybe a a shared first place between Laura Kampf and uh, Wesley Treat. Because it's 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 very much a maker crush, if that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it's the the skill set those have, and the eye for details and ludicrous ideas, combined with a certain kind of aesthetics that really speaks to me. So that's uh, whenever the, the one of those two post a video, is like. I'm saving this for later because I then have to have the good seat in the couch. I have to have snacks and something good to drink because that's a uh, that's me time. So yeah, one of those two. You have them both. You can have a sexy sandwich if you like. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a build off. What about you, K- yeah. What about you, KJ? Yeah, I had a long thought thought about this as well. Think about this uh, because I mean all of more or less all of the makers I I watch on YouTube are I find charming in one way or the other, because otherwise I wouldn't be watching them. But I also have two that, that really stands out, and that's uh, Laura from uh, Cast Iron Gypsy and Peter Brown, formerly known as Shop, Shop Time, and because they are both extremely charming, and they're they're making stuff that I'm not really that interested in, but I still really like watching their stuff. Yeah. I mean, she's uh, doing... She's... Uh, cast Iron, it's in the name. She's... <laughs> <laughs> she's making cast iron sculptures and uh, small jewelry. And I'm not really into either uh, melting down iron and pouring it or sitting fiddling with a small file and so and Peter Brown is doing uh, a lot of epoxy work and uh, on the lathe and that sort of thing and I'm not really into I'm not into plastic and I'm not into polishing something up to million grits of sandpaper (laughs) either but uh, I really like watching them so I I guess that's a good sign of that's a real real YouTube crush I think both me and my wife have the same YouTube crushes, and it's definitely Laura Kampf and the Swedish maker, actually. We both, we both quite enjoy what he does. I like the way he puts um, 
where he puts the videos out and presents them. Just a nice chilled vibe. I think we both get a lot out of that. So him and Laura, definitely. For us. Short answer, but that's it. (laughs) I think I put Laura Kampf on two of a high pedestal to, I mean, you can't can't have a crush on God. No, she'd be lucky to have you, KJ. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, she's the reason that I find, found the maker community. Uh, she and Simon Jetsch. It's yeah. it's the reason why I'm here. So I think, yeah, it's not really in the same universe for me. <laughs> so then, should we do an intermission before we do the next? We have now uh, done all the Miss Glenn. Just going to green yeah. out those. Yeah, do you want to do a real listener or do you want to go for another wife? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to do next? <laughs> well, I uh, wonder if the wife will take offense that you don't call them real listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just assuming they're listening because they're just following up on what we're doing? Or... I think it's more of a sense of duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Well, I don't feel it that way. I think no. my wife, she's selective. I don't think she has listened to all the episodes yet. So there, she's prioritizing <laughs> other content. <laughs> oh. Shell's actually, um, she started listening to us, you know, for the initial time from a sense of duty and then actually found she enjoys it and then has felt that she needs more maker content in her life. So she now listens to the three northern makers as well. Hmm. Yeah, I hope they say thanks. <laughs> yeah, a mention right. should be fine. <laughs> well, we have. You'll, uh... you'll just mess- message you privately later, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> and speed dial. <laughs> well, we we have um, we have two questions. Um, one is an easy answer, and the other one is actually a riddle. Uh, of course, uh, Thomas at Mellowfire asked us uh, <laughs> who, who is our favorite guest so far. <laughs> and, uh, well, <laughs> goes without saying. Uh, but then he asks, uh, how many glens does it take to screw in a light bulb? Who goes first on this? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't provide any answer to it, so no, it's no. anyone's guess. Well, my, my view is it's one to screw in the light bulb and another one to keep an eye on social media stats. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I, I'm pretty sure that it only takes one to screw the light bulb in, but if it, if it actually lights up when you push the button, that's a different question. <laughs> it might be one of those Philips Hue lights that you have to log in to something. And... Oh, and then we're screwed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because then it's his wife that needs to turn it off. <laughs> or it might not be connected. We know that you have the switch you <laughs> you had to replace because you were too afraid for it to do something important, but you don't know what. <laughs> too, too afraid to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. But, uh, it's the COVID kicking in. I think that... Uh... Fixed Fingers came with a rather interesting question. If you could work with just one company as a sponsor, who would you pick and why? Oh, that was an easy, easy answer for me. So it was either Old Speckled Hen or Glenlivet Whiskey. And the reason why is because I'm a part-time alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Oh, you went I'm sure you route. have much better answers, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. I, I fell into the trap of thinking tools. But it didn't say that at all. It just said one company. I need to rethink that one. <laughs> You'd better go, KJ. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. It. I mean, the the. It would be nice to have uh, a dedicated uh, tool manufacturer. I mean, I wouldn't mind Makita sending me stuff all the time, but they don't do that, and that would still be some. It would. It would feel weird. I think. Uh, so, in uh, in my little. Uh, uh, where did Hohor go? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we can still hear him. Okay, fine. And I I can't see myself, but I did have a flashing on the screen saying downloading, uh, or no, uploading, and then, of course, uh, flickering, and now I can't see myself. But it stopped recording, but then it just started again at 46, 40 seconds, so God knows what happened there. Yeah, you might... (laughs) be getting two audio files or something like that. Yeah, most likely. But we tested that last time, so if one of us, even the host, drops out, it still continues to record, and the other one can join. So, yeah, There's something I'm really not, really not trusting about being able to hear him but not see him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining him taking his clothes off. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Uh... I'm, just to be clear, I am not imagining that whatsoever. <laughs> You're so boring. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, where was I? I'm yeah, imagining yeah. him sneaking up behind you, KJ, and coming into your room behind you. <laughs> right, I'm going to try and connect the camera again and see if that happens. Or if that does anything. All right, it's unplugged. Maybe it's the new USB splitter is acting up. Who knows? Do you want KJ to carry on answering while you uh, faff around? Well, I have an answer at least. It would not be Icybox if it turns out <laughs> that uh, this USB splitter is the one acting up. Yeah, my, uh, I mean, it would be nice to have a tool sponsor like Makita, but it would at the same time feel a bit weird. So I think a more realistic thing would be an actual um, materials provider like... Uh, uh, I be, I went to the the local steel supplier. Uh, well, it was a time some time ago for this project that I'm working on now, and that was really awesome because it's I mean it's a big warehouse just filled with different sized steel components, and they have a really big source there, and just just be able to go in and grab stuff from their scrap pile. That would be a sponsorship I would take oh, on any time. Yeah. So like- I. I think something like that would be yeah. what would feel most, feel best. Lincoln Electric would be a good one for all the metalwork stuff, wouldn't it? Yeah. They do all yeah. the big YouTubers. They, they, they are a bit big. I mean, as in the tools they provide are really American-sized. They're yeah. huge. You need a minivan to... <laughs> to move them around and then you see welders from other companies are like half the size it feels like because they want to take up much so as much space as they can on the shelves and the works that want to be seen they're big they're american they're huge they're a truck uh, so something a little uh, i i would take a, a small uh a smaller brand i think if i could choose <laughs> 
There we go. What about you, Avard? I'm working on the camera. It's actually on, but something happened to the USB camera, and then it switched to the integrated one, which is on the laptop, which is closed because it's in a docking station. So it's black, and I, I can't switch cameras while recording. Ah. So I think we are fucked, unless we stop recording and start it again, but then we're fucked in editing, or I'm fucked in editing. Let's do that. <laughs> well, we don't need to see you. I think no, we know it what you look like. It's kind of nice sitting here naked on my office chair <laughs> so, with uh, only the heating blanket. <laughs> well, I hope you've showered. Yeah, it's. Uh, I had a good shower after. It's been three weird days with COVID, just uh, switching between sweating and freezing and sweating and freezing and then putting logs on the fire and opening the door because I'm dying. And So, yeah, it was, it was nice when everything started stabilizing yesterday and I could just take a shower and just be done with it. But, yeah. so Why do you have to open the door if you're dying? So they can just get the body quicker or...? No, oh, because of the heat. Uh, dying oh, because okay. of the heat, because it's too oh, hard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you were going to store the corpse in the minus degrees outside <laughs> to keep it fresh. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes if the, when it was really hot and I was sweating, it would be comfortable to just go outside and lay on the ground because it's now snowing and like making <laughs> snow angels. But I had no energy left, so just laying there. It's <laughs> a boring snow angel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very quickly, dead a dead snow angel. <laughs> <laughs> what about your sponsors? Well, it's always it like opened Pandora's box for me when I realized it was like any one company. Of course, I want a lot of tools, but and people would be excused for me thinking uh, or for thinking that I would choose Bosch, but I already bought all their tools, so. Um, of course, uh, air sub for welding equipment, but that would also be a one thing ordeal. So uh, maybe a container company. Then I could just stack on. Yeah, I think that would. Uh, yeah, containers are so expensive now that if I could strike a deal with a company who customizes uh, containers, uh, I could build my uh, stackable workshop fortress i could also get a lot of videos out of that they would get publicity to my uh, ever steadily declining subscriber account <laughs> and then uh yeah that would be nice and then you could start the the whole world work, workshop container line where yeah. you se sell the fully kitted workshops as a complete container i've seen a few i mean like this miniature houses and uh, container stuff is really popular on YouTube and also also outside YouTube. But I haven't seen many YouTube videos of workshop conversions where the videos are good or the people doing it also have a decent storyline where it's interesting to follow over several videos. So I think there's uh, still some openings in the market there. But yeah. do I want to be the container guy for a couple of years? Uh, no. Yeah, that's uh, true. They're mostly converted them into tiny houses or something like that. Hotels and that sort of thing, but not workshops. Huh. So long answer short for Havard is he doesn't want to sponsor. 
So anybody <laughs> that was just about yeah. to send out a deal, don't bother, send it to me. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing is, who doesn't want a sponsor? As in one. <laughs> he wants them all. <laughs> but it is uh, hard. Is it a sponsor... <laughs> Is it a sponsor with benefits, or I mean, is it with <laughs> is it with strings attached? Because I really hate the, the sponsors where where it's not related to the video, and there people don't find a clever way to weaving it into the story, so it just feels like someone is slapping you straight in the face with a frying pan in the middle of the video, like NordVPN tanks game, or whatever, and then. Uh, <laughs> a, a really clever one and practical one then in that case would be to get your energy energy provider to sponsor you wouldn't it and, you know <laughs> it's quite easy to weave that in the powering all your tools in your workshop every week and... <laughs> yeah okay wood turning by alan scannell says you have no demolition equipment whatsoever what would you use to break down a wall it must not be related to demolition equipment. Asking for a friend. <laughs> That's a really hard one, because where do you draw the line at demolition equipment? Because in my mind, most everything could be demolition equipment. True. Well, let me tell you what I'd do. Yeah. I would go old school. I think they used to uh, drop the big old uh, chimneys like this, and I would dig a hole under the middle of the wall. And then I would light a great big fire there, and hopefully that would bring down the wall. And I also had another approach, but this one might be a little bit slow. And that's just plant a, a little oak seedling right next to the wall. Ah, and wait 100 yes, or so years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are quicker things you can, I'm sure you can use, and I'm sure you have a lot of experience with as well. But yeah, of course. The that's the e- that's the the easy way to do it. <laughs> Make nature do the work for you and just wait. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I was I thinking, I was thinking lasers because that I wanted to class as a demolition equipment, uh, something with just pouring heaps and heaps of energy into the wall. Then it should break. It would be mm. interesting, but not really efficient. You wouldn't use your balls. <laughs> oh. They're not big enough for a wall. <laughs> oh, don't a sell yourself short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, I, I was thinking about, well, not a body part, but the body. Because um, I always wanted to try it. You've seen it in the American movies. Uh, of course, uh, their walls are built differently and of course in the movies it's also fake but a lot of the walls in this house is it's not insulated and it it is of course uh two by fours uh, with uh like um 60 centimeters in between but some of the i don't even know what it's called in english the the plates that go on the walls are no it's not plastic it's it's wood but it's like a it's like it, a lot less strong than OSB. Oh, hard, is it hardboard? Cardboard? Yeah. It's oh, hardboard. <laughs> <laughs> Hardboard's but, just one step up from cardboard. Yeah. but So I have been thinking there. there is at least one wall where 
of course there is only one standing member on the entire like uh, surface so i like if i just get enough speed and i have my mass then in theory i should be able to just break through the wall like wily coyote style and it, it's something i always wanted to do but if i got the maths wrong or the wall internals are way off than I thought they were or something like that. Uh, and that's going to be uh, like a week in hospital, I guess. <laughs> but So I was thinking well, maybe I should do something more safer because our doors are 70s doors, which are cardboard, just veneered cardboard. So I'm, uh, I actually, one of the doors we took out when we moved in um, I actually broke in half to fit it onto the trailer, so I know the consistency, and I'm fairly sure that I could hurl myself through that one. Um, but then again, the hinges uh, or the lock might be the breaking point. It would be nice if you just split the wood veneer and the cardboard in the center of the door, so yeah, might help it with the scorch line on the back with the carpet knife or something, but yeah, that would be cool to do. Yeah, I didn't consider that wall could mean uh, wall, in, an inside wall. I was thinking uh, wall as in bricks between houses or something like that. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Specified brick wall. No, we didn't. I'm just <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, none of the, I mean, both are correct, I, I say. Yeah, but yeah. but when you think. I take back everything. I just remember I have a cannon. The answer is cannon. <laughs> Is that demolition equipment? No. 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 <laughs> it's it's work. Because if we're talking an, an inside wall, um, I would uh, definitely go steel-toed boots and uh, some, some kind of uh, uh, American football gear because I'm not really... I'm, I'm not betting on just hurling myself uh, au naturel. Uh, at the wall, but with a helmet and some, some padding, definitely. We, did, we didn't see your American football outfit in that other video from a few weeks ago. Well, I don't have one, but I would get one <laughs> if I <laughs> if I get a sponsor. Uh. <laughs> Come on, then. Next question: Who's on it? Uh, Why don't uh, you do uh, Mrs. Havard? All right, let's do the misses. Um. Well, it, it's in, in in the line of uh, previous questions. Um, if you could receive any tool for Christmas, what tool would that be? That changes on a daily basis for me. Yeah, but remember, there is no specified limits here. Price oh. is out of the question. <laughs> I think that the, well, the she, thing she is... Might, she might actually be asking because she wants to buy us a a tool for Christmas so I want to get it right yeah yeah that's um, I feel the limiting thought. factor here is that all of those uh, dream uh, if only tools I wouldn't want it right now because I wouldn't have space for it because I would like I mean the one of those industrial lasers or a really big a water jet or a plasma <laughs> cutter or something like that that is far too big for any space I have at the moment Th those are the, the dreams, the sky's the limit tools but to actually have a tool turn up tomorrow uh, 
with with the limits of my workshop as it is, then I wouldn't want something that barely fits the, the space I've got. So that makes it really hard. It's a little bit of a toss-up between um, the 3D printer, which I was originally thinking, and then a, a CNC. I'd really quite like a, a CNC, but then I'd really quite like a 3D printer. So just just both, please, Mrs. Avard. That'd be lovely. You've, you've got my address. Yeah. Yeah. A, a nice enough laser. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I- I thought as well that I'm I'm going to be nice and cap it to the actual list I have of things that I want and need. <laughs> um, and laser is definitely up there um, because of the price and the size is something I could just move in and work with now. But I think my answer will be the ASAB Rebel ACDC combined welder. That's... Uh, pretty high up on the list but it's uh i think it costs around four thousand euros now so it's uh it's a hefty but it it does everything and of course the the last grand of the price is the acdc part so you can also tig weld the thin sheets of aluminium which i probably never will but it's like if i'm getting that (laughs) one i I want the one with the last option (laughs) Just like you got the uh, the CNC that will cut aluminium that you never cut. <laughs> yep. Yeah, really nice TIG welder. That that could be a, a second. That's my second choice, I think. <laughs> and of course, it, it's still Cyber Week. Uh, I see for some uh, vendors and companies out there, so uh, it's, it's still a chance for Christmas. Are you just hoping this reaches her in time, aren't you now, Havard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping not. It's not. Uh, if I got that as a gift, I would feel bad. And of course, uh, pressured to upping my gifts for the next <laughs> couple of decades. <laughs> so yeah. Um, the next question is: is it's kind of in the same line. Um, have you ever seen something in a movie? and thought, I want to make that. Which movie, and what object? I'm not really into props and that sort of thing, just to make something that... to have something that looks like uh, the Han Solo blaster or something like that. Uh, That's not really my thing. But there really are a lot of stuff in in Mad Max 2, the Road Warrior, that... That really tickles my fancy. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of of nice stuff there, and I really like the post-apocalyptic style. So, I think if I have to pick just one thing, it's uh, Seth's motorbike. The the for anyone who's watched the movie, the the main v- villain henchman, uh, his motorbike looks really nice in a futuristic 80s style and I'm I'm a sucker for that so yeah it, that would be it I think the only thing um, I thought of was from you know it's an old movie now The Goonies and that was the kid with the kind of inspector gadget kind of vibe going on which uh, <laughs> you know things shooting out of his jacket and whatnot I think that that would be something I'd like to do like a, you open your jacket and a punch uh, a, a punch mitt comes out and gets you or something <laughs> I think that would be great fun. 
unachievable nice. to make as well. <laughs> what about you, Havard? Are you still with us? I'm really struggling with that question because I there is no movie or object that pops up. And just as KJ, I'd never been into making props because if I want to make something, I want something to work because there are a lot of props that looks cool, but I don't want it to put it up on the wall just to display it. And of course, I'm not into cosplay, so running around with it feels awkward. And of course, if it was the like, uh, I think it was uh, uh, the gun from Hellboy. Uh, I think uh, Adam Savage did that one, but. Still, I would have machined it so it would actually fire <laughs> because, I mean, it's a gun. It's supposed to fire. Then again, I would probably be arrested on several charges uh, for just making that. But <laughs> yep. So there's really nothing popping up. But of course, I would really enjoy building a DeLorean from scratch. I saw a documentary... <laughs> from scratch as well. <laughs> well, not not like machining the parts and everything, but I th- there is a company. I, I, I think they even. Parts, can't you? I think they even have the name. Um, they bought a warehouse, so they have enough parts to actually build quite a few DeLoreans. But of course, uh, I think they are doing a few. But some of the parts are also, of course, to service people who actually own the car. But there is a warehouse somewhere that have enough parts where you could go and just give them the entire list. I want to build one from scratch. So if I could go in there with a a pluck list and just make everything neat, neatly stacked into a container and get that shipped home to me, and I could build my own DeLorean from scratch, and of course, I wouldn't stop at the factory car. It It would have all the movie. That's maybe the only prop... I could see myself doing because that I could also just with good conscience use as a daily driver. Well, if if you look away from the reliability issues that some evil <laughs> naysayers have been talking about, <laughs> <laughs> would you then want to uh, build a underground parking on your drive? Of course, that <laughs> that goes without that's saying. That's a given. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then it's that that. Then it's the buried septic tank again, which I would have to deal with. So, well, maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> do you want to do Sharky's one next, KJ? Seeing as though you're, uh, you and him are best buds. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, uh, Kevin Sharky does a, a shark attack. It's a revival of the Make It Your Way podcast from a couple of years ago. It feels like brings back memories. Uh, which was your favorite KJ Movember mustache style? <laughs> Do you have one? The handlebar one? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Same. All right. Uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I really didn't like that one because my the the part just. Uh, the side of the mouth are so thin for me so I had had to do a comb over to actually make it look good <laughs> so I, I actually prefer the Matoni the, the last one the, the just a plain mustache instead because it didn't dip in your tea and it 
didn't <laughs> look bad and I could shave off all the gray parts at the sides as well. So, yeah, that was my favorite. <laughs> Did Glenn ever finish the explanation of a pasty? Yes. But it yes. Was, but it Did was we so... understand it? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more of a case of it was quite boring explanation and nobody listened. But yes, I did finish the explanation. It's not no. the explanation in itself, but I mean, pasty is actually, it's not the most exciting topic in the world. Well, it's... Apparently, it's, a, it's good enough for a question. So I've been craving one since we talked about it, but there's like n- none in the shops around me that sells it. So not even a frozen one, but I have looked up. I have uh, one uh, that's a bakery that's actually specialized in this kind of thing, like half an hour drive away. So anytime I'm in that area, I will I will try it out. All right, I, I have a I have a suggestion, um, and this should be a quick and dirty one. Um, we should have a pasty off. I mean, you can bake them yourself, and we can yeah. make this like a, a one-day challenge. You uh, you film and you post, and then uh, you just we set a day, and then that's the pasty day. <laughs> Excellent! It's pasty. It's not pasty. <laughs> no, it says pasty. Like P A S T Y. Yeah, but I mean that's that's British pronunciation. It's pasty is your complexion. Uh, before you put it in it is (laughs) (laughs) and then just some some praise for the podcast but then the the last one is a a good question I think Uh, Howard says that the Hellcorder is the best thing he's ever made what's the best thing that KJ and Glenn have made other than your children of course alright before you answer this I I need to uh issue a comment (laughs) well i was thinking about projects here Uh, i'm not defining my kids as projects so yeah they would be on top of the list of course but uh i i I, I would say let's uh keep it to to youtube uh, um, projects because i don't think you film that part making your kids or is that on a different platform than youtube perhaps that's uh Carry on. <laughs> so, Glenn, what's your favorite of the the things you put on YouTube? Well, I think you you're probably expecting me to say the original Strumstick, but that I was really, really happy how that turned out and the views it got. But my favorite project was the little head hat stand thing that I made. Mm. So it's a plywood cross-section weird the sheet, scul- uh, sculptural thing which yeah. I, I really enjoyed making i enjoyed videoing and i still enjoy it it's one of the few things we actually keep in the house mm. as well so that that's my favorite project yeah <laughs> and it was made to um hold the flat cap of um charles lake father my wife's late father so that's quite mm. special for us as well mm. that's nice. nice nice yeah what about you I mean, I, I I have a hard time picking a favorite of past projects because I don't really think about them when they're done. But one that I, I can't not think of 
is the angle grinder holder because I use it so so often. Uh, and that's it's it's a dirt simple project, but it was just an, the idea of I would like to 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 have an angle grinder upside down. I don't want to put it in a vice because it, that feels like breaking it. So just making a holder for it so you can screw it in. And I, I use that on like each and every metal project I have, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be my favorite. There's actually one more question from uh, Kevin as well. It said in Ireland, braces can be suspenders, but nylon suspenders can only be suspenders. Is Glenn feeding you any more inf- misinformation? The simple uh, answer yeah. is not, probably. N- <laughs> Every not week, that I we feel. know. <laughs> yeah, but not intentionally. <laughs> so please, listeners, when you hear Glenn trying to gas lamp us, as someone claimed it's, <laughs> it's called, uh, please tell us. <laughs> and just before we uh, go off the subject completely of Shark Attack, um, your team Shark Attack, your Movember thing, KJ, tell us how much you raised. You've done really well. Oh, I I haven't looked at the the total number in a couple of days, so I don't don't remember it. I mean, you look at stats all the time, don't you know it? I know, I know what you it should was have the other left day. it to Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. For me, I raised three hundred and twenty euros, and that's a, a new record for me. And the team in total has raised seven thousand one hundred and eighty. Euros with a couple of days. Uh, How large the team? Uh, I'm gonna look it up because I don't want to lie on air because that's rude. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen of us. Brilliant. Well done, guys. Yeah, that's really good. That's uh, <laughs> that's time for a cheer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of the entire team thank you <laughs> the really annoying part with this chairing it's 36 seconds long that's an eternity but when you like <laughs> click to end it it doesn't fade <laughs> out it just so that's something you need to do in post but yeah that's yeah. uh I should, gonna, good for I should, you da- i should download some uh Specialty sounds for later. I think you should record one yourself with the kids. Yeah. And animal sounds and whatever. I mean, this standard cheering, clapping and drum roll, that's been done before. We need something to set us aside. I'm going to read out Gavin from the Loft Workshop, who is an absolute legend. He likes absolutely everything we put up on Instagram. So I'm going to read out his question. What are your dream projects and what are your favourite tools? And it's the block plane is his favourite tool. So what's your dream projects and your favourite tool? Is that not started projects or projects you have done? Should be... Uh, I read that as a, a It's a dream projects, so you've not, you've not done them. A project yeah. you dream of doing, maybe not ever doing. Because it must be a dream. Yeah. For me, it's building a house. Nice. The the exact way I want it. 
and uh, the 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 long the I'm sorry, long I just plans. imagined a, a children's drawing in crayons. Then for some reason, <laughs> yeah, but built like that, that would be awesome. Yeah, and everything is welded and chains and balls hanging everywhere. And it's like <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Uh, I'm going to be boring here and say same. That would be, I think, both me and my wife's dream. We kind of know how the aesthetics of our dream house should be. So if we could find a spot where we knew that this is the place we're going to reside for the majority of our lives, then, of course, it would be nice to build it from scratch. And I think the type of house we are looking for could actually have been pulled off by ourselves. Of course, then the finances would be so that we didn't have to work for two years, but except doing the house. But yeah, that would be a dream project. I think they're really clever answers, and you obviously gave them much more thought than me. But uh, yeah, one day build a house would be great. But the project I've been thinking about recently, it's not a dream project. I don't know if I'll ever do it, would be um, a wooden radio-controlled car. I think that would be a fun thing to build. That's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's completely doable. So that's one thing I'm thinking about at the moment. Maybe not a dream project, but something that might happen. And my favorite tool is the tool that I use almost every day, and that's the table saw. I just Mm. think, what about you guys? Um, It's. I could think of a lot of tools, but... Just want your favorite one. Yeah, but and I could, depending on the day, I could probably define uh, a different tool. But like you said, the one I use the most is the drill, the hand drill. I use it in every project and I use it every day for a lot of things. So that would be my favorite tool, I think. Yeah, that's really high up on the list for me as well. But since you said that, I will go angle grinder because that's also really useful. Yeah, and those two can, they greatly overlap doing the same thing. You can both use them as a hammer. Uh, You can both (laughs) attach a drill bit to them and drill. You can cut with them. You can grind. A drill bit and an angle grinder, that's really scary. (laughs) Be some high-speed drilling, wouldn't it? <laughs> really gets oh, no, to that. try this. <laughs> Maybe that's how you should bring down that wall. <laughs> Could you put a chuck on an angle grinder? Oh god, this will not end well. <laughs> oh, do it, do it. All right. There should be this should be possible because yeah, with an adapter place wood. because the chuck yeah. if you open it up there is one screw dead center so you can take it off so with an adapter plate you can actually just screw that onto an angle grind that's You've a video spare someone angle grinders I have You've an old spare angle ra- grinder KJ's got a few how many have you got yeah. KJ uh, I want to see that done. Of course, my uh, where I drilled myself in the finger just uh, started twitching. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this is a bad, bad thought. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come on, then. Next question. Well, that's. Uh, I think it's Mrs. KJ is last. I think uh, if you do, uh, it's the ones. 
We haven't taken that one yet, have we? Yeah, no, we haven't. You take that one, Howard, and I take my wife's. wives after that. Well, it's after he wanted to do your wife as well, didn't he, KJ? Yeah. <laughs> Feel free. <laughs> if she's up for it, I'm fine. Ah, <laughs> all right. What project? All right, no, that's not. All right, I'm going to do some paraphrasing here. What project did you make that changed the most from start to finish? As in you started making a speaker and through the design changes, you ended up making a table instead. This one is really good. It's really easy for me. I'm really boring, I'm afraid. (laughs) I I just don't deviate from the plan. (laughs) What's in my mind generally comes out in the end project. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry to be boring, Stian. Yes, so far I haven't. I, I went through all my my YouTube project, and I haven't had one that's really deviated that much. I have one project that deviated so far that I put it on a shelf for like two years, and still still thinking about how to complete it because my first attack did not work. Um, so yeah, the, my. Mine hasn't finished yet, so I, I'm, that might not count <laughs> either. <laughs> well, the same here, basically. Um, but I think the oversized utility knife for the Diresta blade, I did the most iterations on when I made the insert piece where the blade comes because I started doing it simple but then I just realized no I need the locking mechanism to work to keep the blade in place like in the real one and then of course I also need the locking mechanism to actually work for when you're just opening it up and keeping it in opening position so that middle layer where I actually had to line up holes and use springs and I had to machine parts that really had a tight fit for this to work. Um, I really did a lot of iterations. So I started on the first project and thought I'm going to knock this out in an afternoon. I, I spent days and days on designing in CAD and making small parts on the CNC just to see the function of it before I started making the entire pieces and so on. So that's probably the project who changed the most from the original plan. I just realized that I just need to go all in on this unless I would just end up not liking the end result and having to do it all over again. Very good. And the final questions for this episode comes from my wife. So Mrs. KJ, to keep the theme going, asks, and she she's chosen to to split the question up for each other one. So Glenn, what's your top three, five, ten Latin plant names? <laughs> so Mrs. KJ likes to hear me speak Latin, does she? <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so the first one I like because it's the longest one I know, and that's Ophia pogan planis carpus nigrescens. Which the common name is black grass. <laughs> That's pretty cool in English yeah. as well, but yeah, the Latin is better. Yeah, it sounds like a band name. I think yeah. the ne- this one just sounds fun to me, and that's Prunus Kiki Shader Socorro, which is the uh, Chiel's Weeping Cherry. 
but I just like the sound of that one. And then the last one I just like because it does sound funny, and that's Rosa Ray de la Haye. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it does sound funny. <laughs> that is Hay. Hey. 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 <laughs> hey, how are you doing, Mrs. KJ? And for me, do you believe in karma on the subject of wishing expensive car repairs on others? Because as she pointed out, I I said some not really kind things uh, about Glenn's uh, car journey to Maker Central uh, a couple of episodes ago. Uh, And and then the day after... uh, I got an engine fault light turned oh, on okay. on the car. So yeah, I I I, I went to the uh, I, I I turned it into the mechanic today uh, to see how expensive it will be. So hopefully it won't be, but probably it will because it's been making funny sounds for a long time now and just been postponing it. <laughs> so yeah, but it was really nice driving to the to the mechanics because uh, we got like 10 centimeters of snow uh, today. So everyone was driving really carefully. And, and I, mean, I, I I grew up in the countryside. Driving on snow is nothing for me. So I was just pleased with everyone being nice and giving people way and that sort of thing. So, so far, it's been nice. But uh, that's... And the final... Yeah. <laughs> when you asked that question and answered it, of course, it makes perfect sense. But when mm. I got the questions and I cut them in, there has been some auto-formatting on the sentences and breaking them into the lines. So on my sheet, it says, question, KJ, do you believe in karma? Question mark. And then the next question starts, on the subject of wishing expensive car repairs on others, Hovar, what does your <laughs> name mean? <laughs> and then it's like when did I wish expensive car repairs on others but then it's kind of I probably did in the last episode because it sounds like something I would do but where's the link from that <laughs> and what does your name mean and I was really puzzled but alright I'll, I'll focus on the last part um, what my name means <laughs> But yeah, it makes sense now if you cut the sentences differently. So yeah. yeah. So what 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 does your name mean? I had to look it up again uh, just to see if I remembered correctly, and I kind of did. Um, the first part means tall, and uh, the second part means protector so it's a tall protector uh, and I've also heard previously that it's uh, someone says it means a shepherd which is basically the same thing uh, and then there's a, a second interpretation that's um, a warrior but I don't see myself in that uh, I can I can take the protector part I, I feel uh, that is more in line with uh, who I am uh, and the funny thing is the last thing they said that Hovar uh, is also usually in English um, directly translated into Howard so there has been some um, I don't know where it I, I think Hovar from the Norse language came first and then Howard is a derivative of that after our doings uh, on the British Isles and so on a couple of hundred years ago so uh what I've been saying uh, to everyone 
uh, English speaking that just call me Howard. That's the closest. Uh, it actually turns out that that is correct, which is nice. Well, tall, tall protector, but that that fits in really well with because it, it came about because my first name Carl means free man, and apparently Glenn means man from the valley. So <laughs> I guess we got a manly theme going. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> That wasn't the last question, actually, KJ. We have one more question and a voice message as a thought. So I did ask for people's thoughts as well. Oh, now so... I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so the last question is one that Havard has asked, according to my piece of paper, and it says, best Christmas movie. Oh, I thought that was just uh, the example I put in when we started <laughs> oh, this sheet, but... Uh... <laughs> I asked tech support to collate all the questions for me, and it's on my sheet now, so if it's yeah. on the sheet, it gets read out. <laughs> yeah, I, I can uh, go first. Uh, definitely Home Alone, Thanks. the ultra-violence way. <laughs> ultra-violence Christmas. Elf for me, all day long. <laughs> I haven't seen that one, actually. Elf? Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. I, it's I hear good things about it. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I don't think there's any violence in it, though, KJ. You might not like it. Oh, come watch it with the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Havard? It's one of two, but I think it's Bad Santa. Uh, oh, that is classic. I have a rather long list, and I've been adding to it every year. And <laughs> I think me and my wife had a look at the list, was it last year, and realized we had to watch a movie Every day in December, or if we are just going to watch them on the weekends, we should start sometime in October. Um, so there's quite a lot of movies on that list. And I realized, uh, I think if we could cross four or five of the list, we should be happy. Yeah. But um, yeah, that uh, list is actually right under the lid of uh, Christmas ornaments box number one. We have several. So uh, I, yes. I, I bring it out every year and then I make a copy of it by hand. So I just write all the movies down again and then I add the new ones. So I've, I think it started in 2019 or something. So I have all the sheets and it just keeps growing disproportionately because uh, we get to see less and less Christmas movies every year. Okay. Last thing, shall I share this person's thoughts? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this is from Turgworks. Uh, Tim from Turgworks, so here we go. Feel free to tell him this, but I was listening to the podcast earlier and it sprang into my mind that when KJ laughs, it sounds like Jabba the Hutt. Crime Lord. I think that's uh, that. no offense taken. I think that actually summarizes and uh, kind of finish off this week's episode perfectly. Misa, Misa, go half pint now. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> thanks to all the question givers. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
jab at the heart. I would never have thought.